Hello everyone and welcome back to The Second Estate. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour and we're today joined by our good friend Eddie Gates. Would you like to say hello, Eddie? Hello everyone. Good to be back on the pod. Yes. Thanks for joining us, Eddie. Um, We are actually coming live from New York. We've already recorded part of um, last week's episode from New York, but we've done several other things since that episode and so we thought we'd just give you some more content from New York since you guys are the reason that we are actually here yes um in the last few days we were meant to see funny girl for a second time with Leah Michelle but to both our luck and um misfortune she uh has been sick for this entire week but we managed to see her on Sunday thank god well, yeah, um, so the, if you listened to the last episode, you would yeah. have heard our recap of mm-hmm. Funny Girl and Leah's performance and we were meant to go again uh, another night during the week to in different seats just to, just in case, basically. We did it because we were worried that she may um, fall ill or something might happen. The show would get cancelled in some way, so we had two nights as backup and thank fuck we did that. No, thank because God. we saw her on the Sunday and then they don't perform on Mondays, right, Sarah? Yeah. They don't perform on Mondays and then from Tuesday onwards for the rest of the week she was sick. Yeah. So, like, we saw her, the luckily one we day. booked the Sunday because otherwise we would have come here for a week and not been able to see her, which actually would have been so fucked up because the whole point really of the trip, fucked. as you guys know, was to see her. So, thank God we got that experience. Um, To replace that, we instead saw The Wanderers. Eddie, would you like to hold up the playbill for the video watchers? Which had Katie Holmes in it. Yeah. So, we saw Katie Holmes in a live show. Which, which was, was a play, actually, not a musical. We had no idea what it was going to be about. Very much went in, um, thanks to Eddie, that was his suggestion. Yeah. Um, and then we also, this morning, went to Stardust Diner, which was an experience. Um, do we want to start by talking about Katie Holmes' play? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Firstly, uh, I just have to issue a public apology on behalf of the second estate to Eddie for being mean oh. to him on the last episode. Okay, I'm just going to pass the mic, um, Because I agree that we were to Eddie is our friend. If you didn't listen last week, he's our friend. He's been on the podcast before. Um, as a guest, he's also a friend who is traveling with us this time and we were very mean to him on the last episode and it wasn't nice. So I said to him that I would do a public apology and I mean it. I'm very sorry, Eddie, for how we treated you on the last episode. No, I thank you. And I, I appreciate you were a few people told that to me as well. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I found most offensive was I can get you guys being mean to me as a friend cause we joke around, but you got to remember, I'm also a fan of the pod and I put in probably I was top three donors for this trip. Yep. I gave you guys quite a lot of money. So for me to fund part of this trip and you guys just spit in my face yeah, is, you know, I feel that's in pretty poor taste. But I, I respect your apology and I thank you for it. Yeah, you're welcome. And I feel it important to mention Eddie did call me a disgusting idiot this morning. Was that it? <laughs> no, no, it was Sorry, a, atrocious, 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 piece atrocious piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, what was what you called me the other day? A treacherous, a treacherous cow. cow. <laughs> he called me a treacherous I cow. I and he called me an atrocious piece of yeah, shit. No, and, I don't remember. And Hannah got called a treacherous cow for some reason. So for any of you, honestly, the only feedback I got was from one of my friends being like, when I told him to off your trot, she found that quite funny. So I thought it was all in, in good fun. No. No, some of um, my friends did say, "Don't be mean to Eddie," and I agree. I don't. I don't like. I'm sorry, that. Eddie. I, I'm. I'm sorry as well. I didn't even realize this conversation was about to happen. <laughs> but we will be changing our names to Treacherous Cow yeah. and Atrocious. Like, piece I, let's of let the record let the record show 
history books show that um, we're all Eddie just is by no means innocent <laughs> in how he treats us. <laughs> like we're not out here bullying Eddie. Like we're all we're all victims in this situation. So yeah. we all be together. So you're sincerely treacherous cow and, <laughs> and atrocious piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. Okay, right, anyway. um, Eddie, how do about you, you in, explain the Katie Holmes show and yeah. the Wanderers? Would you like to do that? Sure. Thanks, Hannah. Um, so, The Wanderers <laughs> was, uh, it's a play at the ooh, Roundabout Laura Pell's Theatre, which is not far from um, Times Square. Yeah. And it features Katie Holmes as one of the leads and someone who was in uh, Finch from American Pie is also in it. Um, uh-huh. It's a story of um, a man and woman's kind of um, uh, online sexy emails they send each other. Yeah. Um, Katie Holmes is a, is a celebrity who's emailing Finch from American Pie. Is that uh, who he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we not? Should we spoil it for people in case they want to go see I don't think anyone's going to see it. But the twist was it wasn't actually Katie Holmes emailing this guy. It was the guy's wife wife pretending to be Katie Holmes' character. Um, And there was some good acting in it. Um, Yeah. And it was a bit of fun. It was the best we probably could have done in in light of what we missed out on because of Except it. Except we did then realise Jessica Chastain was actually on stage doing a, doing a play, which would have been quite good as well. Well, what did both of you think of Katie's performance? Um, I thought Katie was uh, okay. I thought she's beautiful and it was quite special to see like a full-blown movie star that close up because it was a small theatre. Um, and the play itself was very good, like very quite moving, very play Esque. It was yeah. a real play, and she was okay. She played a, an actress. Yeah, so, um, I agree. I thought the play house. itself was really good, and I've seen a lot of plays in mm. my time, a lot mm. of plays, uh, and um, some bad, some good. And look, plays can be really hard. They can be really hard Very to watch. Hard. I genuinely really enjoyed this. I usually, a lot of the time in theatre, find myself kind of like w- looking at the clock. But this was really, really enjoyable um, and uh, very beautiful, w- really well written. I thought the set was really cool. I thought the way that they did it was clever. Yeah. Um, Katie Holmes specifically is absolutely beautiful. Um, Stunning. And she's good, but when it comes to the really high emotional, like emotionally charged scenes, I would say she's probably out of her depth. But mm. she's very charismatic and she is enjoyable to watch. Um, but do, do you think yeah. in many cases she probably is much a, be, a much better like television slash film actor? Because you really have to go big for the theatre. You do. And she doesn't necessarily go big like those other guys did. It's not even that she doesn't go big. It's like she's not sort varied. of... She's, oh, it's like she's trying too hard when she was reacting to him yeah. emotionally. It just seemed a bit forced, I thought. Um, but no hate because I really enjoyed it and I really liked it. Yeah, her. it was good. I found her very likable. Um, so we also went this morning to Ellen Stardust Diner. Oh my fucking god! Do they want to hear well, about nah, Color Factory? Color Factory is thing we went to with the balls. Yeah, you would have seen on our Instagram with the balls and the the colors. Um, but we Did went you talk to about the NBA. Oh, the NBA. Yeah, we went to basketball. Um, anyway, so Ellen Stardust. <laughs> I want to talk about that because there were celebrities okay. of the basketball. Oh, there were celebrities. We the actually did true. pretty well. Like we went to a, Eddie. What was the team? Uh, so Brooklyn Nets home game against Sacramento Kings. And none of the good players were playing apparently anymore. They all left the team. But we had a few celebrities there. We had Simu Liu, who we've spoken about on the podcast before. Yes. The, the Marvel guy Shang Chi. Jay Balvin. Jay Balvin, yeah. who's had done a few. Ricky Lee. 
Ricky Lee was Rick- there. Um, Ricky Lee wasn't there. Just um, as Jay Balvin's done some songs with Cardi B, if you're yes. unfamiliar. We had Rena Sawayama, who yeah, was cool. Yeah, and who was the other one? Oh, um, um, Rachel Dratch from SNL. Yes. Debbie Downer, which I thought was really cool. That was cool. Um, I was most was excited there. by Rena. Rena was cool because I didn't even show her on the screen. I just realised. I don't think she's that fam- like famous enough to for everyone to know who she well, is. I don't know. They, the other celebrities like big yeah. celebs, where she's probably more of a niche musician. Yeah, but she's in a movie with Keanu Reeves. It's coming out True. Now. I'm just going to say, guys, just wrapping up from New York, thank you so much again for all of those who donated. We really appreciate it. It was an extremely magical experience. We're very, very privileged and lucky and we can't thank you enough. No, it's been it's been honestly insane the fact that you guys got us here and then we were able to see Lee Michelle. Something I genuinely didn't think was going to happen happened yeah. and I think this has been a once-in-a-lifetime experience and it's thanks to you guys. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hello, it's us again. We are home. Hope you enjoyed that little bit from New York City. We're back in the Melbourne studio, yeah. uh, my house. Professional studio. The professional mm. studio. And uh, Hannah's just going to quickly say the stories because I realise obviously we didn't have the, the stories, stories that we're talking about then. at the top. I do yeah. feel like we've time travelled very quickly. It's yeah, like, we have. Oh, yeah. Wow, we're okay, so in today's here. episode we're discussing Cole Sprouse's recent um, slew of podcast interviews, <laughs> namely... Uh, the Caller Daddy and Diary of the CEO ones. One and the, di- the CEO one. What is it, beep? We beat oh, that. Oh, we beat that the name. Our Daddy. favorite podcast. Yeah. Where he opens up about his childhood and child stardom and a number of other topics. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow's controversial wellness routine and the rumor that Anna Winter has banned the Kardashians from this year's upcoming Met Gala. This is going to be a good episode. It I'm is. feeling good about it. It is. Um, before we get cracking, do we want to touch on. Oh Our yeah, there's a trip. Well, I mean, yeah. So, like, you would have obviously just heard us yes. discussing um, the Katie Holmes play that we saw in lieu of seeing Leah Michelle, uh, and then the basketball as well, which is another activity that we did. I just wanted to quickly talk about. I went and saw Little Shop of Horrors, right, yeah. um, on the night because Hannah, Hannah, and Eddie left um, on the Friday night, and I didn't leave till the Saturday night, so I had a night. Um, on my own and I went and saw Little Shop of Horrors which had Maud Apatow in it which Eddie had seen earlier in the week and highly recommended Mm -hmm. it was so fucking good oh my god I'm so sad that you didn't get to see it because I'm I'm I knew nothing about the play Eddie didn't make it seem no he didn't make it as big a deal he was like no it was good he was like yeah it was great good like cool to meet Maud or whatever it was absolutely fantastic wow like, and like it was like the level of how we felt after Wicked when we saw it last time we were in the States like it was like I didn't know anything about the about oh, the show wow. whatsoever I didn't know I only knew one song because Trisha Paytas did a version of it Suddenly Seymour Suddenly Seymour everybody look up Trisha Paytas Suddenly Seymour it's, it's fantastic it. but any, and I, yeah I didn't know anything other than that yeah. do you know that, like any of the story and it was the, I'm not kidding from the first song I literally had the biggest smile on my face I was like this is so good the music was great wow. the acting was great the story is great it's funny it, it's such a fucking good musical right loved it Maud Apatow was really, really good. I didn't expect I her. her to be. She's so cute. Yeah. She's and you met lovely. her. I met her. Yeah. Got a photo we with can her. Post which was the, cool. You should post the selfie to the podcast. Yeah, Instagram. I will. I will. Yeah. Um, it was really like it was. Yeah, it was just great. And um, if anybody like randomly listens to us and you live in New York, you should go see it. It's a tiny theater as well, really small theater. That's so cool. like you can see everything from no matter Broadway, where. Like off it's off Broadway, okay, yeah. but ma- no matter where you're sitting, like you can see everything like it's a really it's a fucking great musical so i had a good time there and that was the only other thing i could think about um from new york that yeah. we hadn't i don't yeah. know touched on is there anything else that you wanted I think to say so. um chick-fil-a as always is oh, yeah. the best fast food food oh, fast food uh, restaurant is. in the world <laughs> it is do you feel better now that you're home and you can like eat normal f- like like f- ingredients that weren't grown in like a lab yeah 
like a factory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I was actually because obviously I was at work today and yeah. I was thinking about the way that I serve people and stuff, yeah. and I was like. God, it's just up here. It's chalk and cheese. <laughs> it's chalk and cheese. And the food that's coming out, I was just like, yeah, it really is. It really puts it into perspective. I, um, I was thinking about how weak the dollar is at the moment, the Australian yeah. dollar to the American yeah. dollar. Like we're talking, we would have a breakfast that like a cafe in Frankston 15 years ago probably wouldn't even serve. The coffee club. The coffee club Frankston. It, it like it would – wouldn't have even served 15 years ago in America. And it would cost us genuinely $55 Australian. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it would be $25 USD, yeah. which then, can, like, plus like tax, plus Australian. tip. Yeah. You end up spending, like, yeah. 35 bucks on that meal. Tax C- tax and tip. Oh. Tax usually is the bit that gets me, especially it, when, like, sneaky, isn't it? you're in, like, a chemist or a supermarket yeah. and you go to buy something and then and you like, go to pay and you're like, hang on, why is this $5 yeah. more? Yeah. I did it multiple times where I went so to fucked. buy something and I was yeah. like, sorry, how much was this? Because I was like, yeah. yeah drink at the end and they're like oh it's tax i'm like oh. like it's, tax ends up yeah anyway it's so fuck but once you add all that then you convert it like a 25 dollar meal ends up paying 55 ish australian yeah which is so fucked like yeah. considering the I, quality look, i'm so, i love new york and like yeah. that was obviously we're we amazing the best fucking yeah. time and it was like a once it was in a so lifetime. fucking good yeah. i'm so glad that we yeah. that you guys got us there. yeah we had the opportunity same. to do that but i think like you genuinely have to be rich to like properly 100%. do like to live there to, not just to live there but even to holiday there like yeah. it's pretty fucking expensive is, like i'm kind of glad that we just did a week because like i don't think i could have no you can't you afford spend to keep going so much money it's yeah. just impossible you can't do anything cheaply no not so at all. unless you like me and uh shout out to holly um yeah. friend of the pod guest of the pod we found some like excellent happy hours yeah, when yeah, we were yeah. there but that's all but you can do yeah um it's, it's fucked it's wild and the and the conversion rate still makes it like even if you find a good happy hour, you're still paying double the price. You're still paying what a normal drink yeah. would cost here. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you're like, oh, $10 cocktails, but it's like $20. Yeah, exactly. Like Once yeah. you add on the fucking exactly. extra bullshit that you have to know, no hate to America in No, general, and also guys. no, like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We're like having a bitch about it, even though we're, no. we had the best time. Well, it's it was like, so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's just And we got damn. to see our fucking queen. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really like – it was truly is a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. experience that we did it, isn't it? Yeah. It's mental. Anyway, uh, okay, let's moving on, move moving on. on. Um, I do, we just wanted to touch on a couple of things before we get into the proper stories. Um, Liam Payne's jaw. It's just – What did Ben – Ben sent the funniest thing in our group chat. It was the photo of Liam yeah. Payne. If you haven't seen it, guys, just Google Liam Payne jaw. Yeah. Like what was he at? Some sort of – Some, I don't know, red carpet thing. thing and like – And he's debuted a new jaw. And um, he he and Leah Michelle must have gone to the same Ozempic person. No, I mean, not Ozempic, sorry, it's buckle not, fat It's not person. buckle fat removal. It's it definitely, looks like it is. No, nah, it's, it's, it'd be some sort of jaw, either jaw implants or some sort of like jaw looks, reconstruction. Or Zac Efron, maybe he's gone yeah, to the same Yeah, it's not. I don't Efron. think it's buckle fat it removal. It looks like it I because it's that, that bad. I've become so – I'm so familiar with watching Laurie Hill's plastic video yeah. that I've become quite good at like knowing what, what the – it's not buckle mm. fat removal, I would say it's – the full jaw. Imagine if he did get buckle fat removal. It would look fully insane because he's got a huge <laughs> jaw now. And no, it's he a new jaw. Ridiculous. I don't know what it is, whether it's filler oh or literally like reek, like a yeah implant. Anyway, he Liam Payne has a new jaw, um, but Ben sent a th- photo of him from that thing with the caption like me when I order sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. It was that really, was really funny. funny. So shout out to Liam Payne's new jaw. Yeah. Um, also, off, Meghan Markle is relaunching the TIG. Which, for those who are not in the know, uh, the TIG was Meghan Markle's blog that she had prior to um, 
marrying Prince Harry. She had yeah. like a like a lifestyle wellness kind of blog. Well, it wasn't goop. It was more just like a blog. Like yeah, I think it was right, like a, right. like her personal blog. But now I think it's obviously going to become a new goop. Yeah, Meghan Markle's the tig. Um, I'm I'm like I'm kind of excited to see it's really it funny isn't it yeah it's no really i, I love this because i love this you were a princess now the tig what do you a i blogger. don't know what the tig means neither do i no idea does it stand for something not sure but you know it's i remember when she ended the tig and stopped becoming and stopped acting mm. it felt it's funny how we're back mm. you know? it is funny isn't it it's very funny it is would, and then would you say the best megan's just really quickly markle mccain trainer which other Megans are there? I don't know. In the um, public eye. The one that's from... Um, have we talked... No, we haven't talked about Mother by Megan Trainor. No, we? I don't even know if I can talk about it out loud. What's the Megan... Oh, but her name in the show is Megan, isn't it? From Drake and Josh. That's not the name of the actress. The younger sister? Yeah. That's... Um, She's also... What's like... Miranda Cosgrove. Miranda, yeah, yeah. But the name in the show is Megan, I think. Is it? I think so. I wouldn't remember, but anyway. yeah, that checks yeah. out. <laughs> that Megans have a particular no no offense to any Megans who listen, but like there's a trend here. Yeah, um, Megan Trainer's mother new song we haven't. I don't think we've talked about no, we that, haven't. but if you haven't heard it, it's truly disturbing stuff. Mm. Um, but I didn't know that the first line of the song is like a guy being like, "Megan Trainer, you're now like mother." It's so mother right now. It's really mortifying. Do you isn't think it? she's doing it as a joke? Like, is it a gag? No, no. You think it's, it's she's really wants it? She's trying to manifest into existence. It actually it's, is so like it's so really, it's like sad. <laughs> like it's you don't like self-proclaim yourself as a gay icon. Like you no. actually can't do that. She's either, literally forcing herself into it. You, like it's like you don't get to pick. Like no. you either are one and you become yeah. one, or you're. Not yeah. and I would say she's not. I would say she is for middle-aged women. Like that's At who Megan. Megan Trainor's audience is middle-aged women, and yeah. that's and good. pink really eats about eighty percent of that pie. <laughs> so she's fighting for the other twenty percent. Yeah, I would say like, Megan Trainor is for older millennials and like yeah, older mums. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Older millennials, Gen X, people who make videos of their dogs in outfits on Instagram Reels. Facts. Um, yeah, and that is thought. not the young gays who call no, no. Pe- people mother. Examples of mother: Charlie XCX, yeah, Gaga, yeah. Um, who else? Kim Petras, Lana, probably. probably Lana. Yeah, even honestly, Taylor Swift. You reckon? I don't think she would get that. She hasn't really yeah, not in the same way, but yeah. I would say there would not be in like a semi-ironic way. A lot of gays love Taylor Swift. I guess yeah. she just has a lot of fan in, fans in general. Yeah, so, but yeah. like I think there's like a subset of like the whole gay law movement. Like a lot oh, of gay true. people love. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't. Don't think she'd automatically. Like I think Charlie would be like more. Of a, Charlie or Lana would be like the first ones you'd go to as mother. But it's like it goes like Charlie, Lana. You know, maybe like Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes, like yeah, 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 the, yeah, those kinds of ilk, people. Then you know maybe in the middle Taylor Swift, Katy um, Perry, Katy Perry probably isn't Gaga like number one. Yeah, yeah, and then over outside the Venn diagram completely yeah. in another world. stratosphere yeah. is yeah. Megan Trainor, yeah. and yet the only one with a song called Mother is yeah. Megan Trainor. So it's odd. She must literally wake up, look at it, and, and look at herself in the mirror. I said this to you earlier, and go like, "How did I do it? How did I get famous? <laughs> because how? How? She's a good singer. Yeah, she she sort of raps in a I've lot of I've never actually songs. heard her sing live. What was the first one? My mother, she told me, don't yeah. worry about They all side. sound this, sort Do-wop. of the same. 
Is that not all, about, all the same All songs. about their base. About yeah. their base. <laughs> and then it Trouble. was, um, all dear about future them. husband. And then it's. How does that one go? I made you look. Uh, that's a recent like, one. Yeah. Made you. And then I They're all the same. Versace dress. But I think she. <laughs> I think she veered away from doo-wop for a bit. And Did like, she? yeah, because all of those ones like. Um, <laughs> I would pay so much money for Megan Trainer to start fully rapping. Like to be just a white female rapper. I would like I actually reckon then she'd become mother. <laughs> yeah. She did that. Agreed, yeah, agreed. Yeah. I think she no, I think um she veered away from the doo-wop. Like cause, oh, no. cause <laughs> Yes, I can't speak. It's so funny. Um I'm also quite jet lagged, but um she did like all about that bass. Mm. I think that was back in like that was a while ago. A while ago. It was a while ago, yeah. ago. And I think she has released music since then that wasn't doo up. I may be speaking out of turn here, so oh, anyone no. feel free to call me out, but I'm pretty yeah. sure she did. And now she's bo- booming back onto the scene because she's gone back to doo up. Like she really has her niche. It's doo up and she cannot she cannot veer out of it. It's like doo up oh. or nothing. Yeah. Do up or die. They <laughs> might- <laughs> she has that tattooed, like on the inside of her arm. I, yeah, like she's got she's got one option and one option only. And yeah, she's milking it for all. It's she worth. may as well because there's not long. What left. will she write another song about next? Like, what do you think the topic? It's will always be? about something to do with like boys sit down. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what mother is definitely. Yeah, maybe another body positive one. Yeah, she likes them. That's what all about that bass. No treble. And made you look. Yeah, she got veneers. Has she or she does? She has many years. Yeah, I'm sure she does. She's got like very prominent veneers. Are you going to say varied ones? Like she changes them <laughs> no. out? Like, no, she just like got really strong veneers. Mm. She looks good. They're just they're just big, big, strong veneers. And mm. it's yeah, I'm Chompers. not a, veneers. <laughs> veneers are, are like not. I'm not. They're not my thing. Like I, mm-hmm. you can really tell when somebody gets oh, yeah. them a lot of the time because they've just got these suddenly have these huge white, white. chompers. <laughs> All right, we need to go because we've been going for 20 minutes and we already have that 10 minutes at the top. I know, Not quite. I think people will have enjoyed that because that yeah, was very funny. All right, funny. so this is also probably going to be funny, but Cole Sprouse has recently done, been on a number of podcasts, podcasts, podcasts like this one, um, namely Call Her Daddy and Diary of a CEO to discuss his childhood and experiences being raised as a child star and also sex and relationships, which is awesome. Um, we're going to talk about what he said in these interviews and the nature of giving these kinds of interviews as a um, celebrity. Sarah, any starting thoughts? Why? Yeah, I don't know. Because he's not got It's anything- a question on everyone's list. Yeah, what, why? Because he hasn't got anything coming out, does he? I don't think so. Uh, if he does, he hasn't made any it, noise it about clear. it. very Like I yeah. wouldn't, couldn't tell. Um, maybe he just like... Maybe he will be releasing something soon, like doing something. And it's like, this is just to get us. Have a go at music. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Or poetry. Like maybe he'll release yeah. a book of poems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My God. He's it's, a real wanker. He is. He's a big fat wanker. It's and I'm really <laughs> bad. Like you, I don't know what he's saying half the Neither time. Neither do I. Like he's using these words and speaking in this way where he's like, thinks he sounds really is a spaceship yeah, going that's above very the, low flying yeah. um, it yeah. crashes into your house <laughs> <laughs> boom oh, that would be an exciting podcast it would be it yeah. would be that would go viral um <laughs> anyway no he's just like the way he speaks is as though he's like 
he he thinks he sounds so smart. Uh, And I think if you weren't if you weren't actually listening and you were just sort of letting it wash over you, you might be like, wow, this guy's clever. Because yeah. I was looking at all the comments on the Diary of a CEO like, mm. um, episode on YouTube and they're all super supportive. Yeah. But I was sitting there watching going, what's he saying? I, and and why? Like what's the end point of the statements? The cigarettes? It, don't. The cigarettes. <laughs> that's that's one thing. The smoking the cigarettes inside. But literally why? Like why? And all, but it just – I think – He's obviously well read. I would say that the guy is well read in that, like, he does know some big words. He yeah, just he has no reason them. for appli- they, there's no application. Yeah, like it, he's just saying them in the context of only speaking about his own life. Yeah, um, which like slightly incoherently though. Is, like, very, yeah, a lot of the sentences just don't quite. No, because he sort of wants to. He clearly, very clearly has a sentence he wants to say, regardless of the question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, and so he's sort of just like, mm, no, nah, we're going back down, the mother, the, the toxic yeah. mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the guys asked him, like, what's the bit, like, I don't know, like, the most challenging part of your job? And he's like, well, you know, it was really hard because obviously my mother. And you're like, wait, where? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, I think. I noticed that a lot as well, in especially in the Call Her Daddy one, where she'd ask a question, specific question yeah. and he'd. Not answer it. No. He'd just sort of say all these things and you'd just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he's like all while smoking a cigarette and using words like macabre. Yeah. Yeah. When he used, he used like, I reckon he used macabre a few times. Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. his favourite. Yeah. Um, he likes that one. But you can be, this is the thing. It's like you can be well read and intelligent mm. and not have a wide vocabulary. Yeah. And still speak in a way that, like, is accessible to normal human beings, you know? That's true. Like us. We're incredibly intelligent. (laughs) And so well-spoken to me. (laughs) Oh, like, yeah, I don't know. That's like every point that I Um, say. Yeah, Um, it feels like he uh, almost just had this urge to go on podcasts. And he just... so weird. Yeah. And I I just think, I mean... The, these podcasts, particularly the diary of the CEO, which I yeah. wish I didn't know existed because yeah. I'm really confused as to the premise of if that podcast is about I read, CEOs. It's not. Do you want me to tell you what the premise is? Um, what, yeah. So because I, re- I was curious as well and I read the blurb on yeah. Spotify. The guy who hosts it. Is the CEO? Yes. So, oh. Well, not anymore. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, sorry. You can't. <laughs> sorry. He was he was um it sounds like like the, the 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 blurb of it makes it sound like he like was directionless and didn't know what he was doing, but then at eighteen started this incredible incredibly successful marketing company. Right, okay. Called something. Social yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then he made it huge right. and then he sold it when he was like twenty three or like in his twenties. Oh, okay. And made a bunch heaps of money, and so he was CEO. And he wanted to create the podcast. He's no longer owns that company, but he sold okay. it for heaps um, as a way of like educating people on um, like how to be a CEO, like or like best better ways to work and stuff. Like I think r- okay. vaguely. So it really so, is a feels like a deviation away from the the core of yeah. Them. So why was Cole Sprouse on there talking about child acting and the sweet life of Zach and Cody? Not and sure. His mom. Yeah. My fa- wicked narcissism? Don't. You should, as someone who has voluntarily gone on two podcasts and talked at length about yourself and your own vague sort of notions of the world, should never come at anybody with the accusation of wicked narcissism. Ever. Like, yeah. that's just like, 
uh, isn't that sort of one one of like any sort of like I don't know self um uh what's the word I'm looking for aggrandizing no um awareness oh 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 yeah say that again sorry like isn't that one on one of self awareness yes 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 um well yeah and I think that it was really weird because I saw a lot of comments on specifically in the diary of a CEO one because on that one he goes into a lot more depth about the mum yeah on the call of daddy one he's a lot more um just general about his general and I thought that I found fine because he like Obviously, like, his mum clearly had mental health issues and yeah. everything and was the one that put them into acting and he talks very positively about his father and how they had custody, a custody battle mm. and um, his mum lost custody of them eventually. Um, but in the Diary of a CEO one, he goes into much more explicit detail about her and referring to her wicked narcissism and all of this stuff. And it's odd because when we've spoken about people like Jeanette McCurdy who have mm, come mm, out mm. with her book um, – what was that called? I'm glad my mum died yeah, or something. Yeah. And she talks like quite explicitly about the abuse that she faced yeah. at the hands of her mum. That I find very like I think it's really important mm. and and in the way she speaks about yeah. it is is incredibly insightful and yeah. like um it feels like it has value and yeah. you understand why she's speaking about there's it. There's a what, story there. There's a story. Thing, yeah. I mean, because the thing is I understand I feel like I, I feel conflicted about Cole Sprouse because I mm. think that people should be open about the experiences that, that they've yeah. had in this industry and um, if they want to express themselves and that helps yeah. them get over the, the things that they've dealt with by being public about it and it might help other people. You know what I mean? Like there's – I don't yeah. think it's a negative thing but I think the way he does it I find so – jarring and like yeah. insincere yeah I agree. and i feel like because uh, i've seen so many comments of people being like oh he's so like what a thoughtful young man like and mm. being so vulnerable and stuff but like there's i just his mom's still alive yeah and he's basically going on and clearly she was not a good mother and mm. like it sounds like i don't mm. want to like victim blame or anything yeah but there's something about it that feels um I just yeah, I, I mean I guess I come from the position of like if you have a mum that's alive and and every parental relationship is conflicted. Like I feel like Jeanette McCurdy's was a lot more black and white. There was a and we don't know what happened with Col- well, Colin that's, and Yeah, Because I don't want to say that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's like Jeanette McCurdy opens up about very specific abuse. Yeah, it, it, and and yeah. yeah, look, I I just think you shouldn't talk extensively about particularly like the mental uh health problems or any problems of like a family member in a really like accusatory way like that if they're still with you and there's still some like he may in like 20 years go fuck I wish I had a relationship with my mom like still and she's still alive and he's like burnt that bridge so hard because if someone spoke about me if a family member spoke about me on a podcast for no reason yeah it like for ra- just randomly it's not like he was like releasing an autobiography and like was discussing all the events of his like it's just completely fucking random yeah. he's just opted to go onto yeah. a podcast and speak about this for like no reason yeah and like i would be pretty fucking hurt like yeah. and i think you know in every relationship there are two sides to every single story and there's you know different people's experiences and i'm not defending whatever she, she probably was a terrible mother whatever but yeah. i still think that there is some level of Potent, like decorum or, or like respect for another individual that you don't do that to them. Like I, 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 like, I agree. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing that we had with Kelsey Ballerini yeah. and um, another one is uh, when he was talking about um, Lily Reinhardt. Yeah. 
and their relationship. That's that's also like what the it fuck? It feels really fucking disrespectful yeah, because agree. he's had such a public relationship with someone who he clearly still ha- who he still has a working with re- yeah. relationship with, mind you. And she asked him about who ended it, and he was like, "It was mutual." And she was like, "I'm not letting you say it was yeah. mutual." And so he was like, "It was me." You dickhead. Yeah, I know. And Just- he also was going on about how all of his like relationships before now were primarily like you know, driven by a sexual yeah. thing rather than an emotional and like saying all this stuff or saying like most of his girlfriends have cheated on him and all this stuff. Yeah. I'm like, you know that this is going to put fucking Lily in the fire. Lily- yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like Lily Reinhardt is going to now have all these like accusations thrown yeah. lobbied against her. I'm like, I don't, I ha- this is my yeah. issue is I hate when they, when people do this where they like, open and vulnerable but they're actually like opening somebody else up to 100 to and like maybe his mum deserves it but there's something about wicked narcissism and the way that he talks about her that feels like i can't quite put my finger on it i don't know he's not well he speaks about life in this in this his life in this grander context as if it's like a dickensian novel yeah do you know what i mean and this yeah. really sort of like um uh, like paints this this picture as if it's something grander than it, black and white. Yeah, and then it and it's not as meaningful potentially as he's given it. And this no. is why I hate the like therapi- therapization. I don't know if that's a word of language. Mm-hmm. Basically, like therapy language and and behavior bleeding into just general conversation and yeah. like um human to human interaction. I actually think it's quite fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And and it makes people like and like the discussion of like toxic people removing them from your life, which he goes on about in that CEO podcast. And like that discussion in general and people sort of like go harping on with that kind of thing and and trauma and this and the other. Like using the utilization of these words and themes the tr- constantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, it diminishes the actual like sort of real impact of, of like dealing with those things in a private context, but also it, it makes like, I don't, it, it, it just delegitimizes things. I feel like they all lose meaning. They, it loses meaning and yeah. like it, it just sort of, I, I don't know, it's, it's gone. It, it, it takes away from like just re- the reality of human behavior. If mm-hmm. everything can be like, given like black and white description, wicked narcissism, that's what she is. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Maybe she like, maybe she's just like, a cocktail of things like every person is not everybody can be quantified in that yeah, way. It's, it's hard. And it the, really frustrates me. The like, mother, the mother one makes it cause I feel like people might f- take this in the wrong way. Like what I'm saying, what we're right, saying yeah. about this, about saying that he shouldn't speak about how he was treated by yeah. his mother because he should, or he has the right to, it's just, it's something. I ab- question the necessity of it. I, I do. Yeah. I do as well. Yeah. But also like in this way, like he's, being it's so black and white and like the way that he talks mm. about his um anything in his life mm. feels really black and white I like agree. it's this it's like you said this grand story it's 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 not the i don't personally think that it's necessarily the nature of speaking about his mother mm. but it's i do actually kind of have a problem with that yeah but it's also within the the broader context of how he speaks about yeah. his life that makes it feel jarring and the way that he yeah. speaks in general um he speaks like he sort of He's so glad that he's got to the end of this person process, and now he has all the answers. Exactly right. Like, it's like, and it's, you know, yeah, it's weird. If it's like he's turned thirty, he's gone. I've done it. I figured it out. Yeah, like he, yeah, and he thinks that he knows better than everyone else, and like he's just a wanker. So like, yeah. it's it's hard to take. It, yeah. You watch him, and you just feel this like irritation. Yeah, and there's also a bit when they're talking about trauma, where in the diary of the CEO podcast, where the the um interviewer is like um saying you know how do you letting go of your trauma Mm. and he's like well the question is should you let it go or should you hold on to it 
and he's like, maybe you should hold on to it. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? This is what I mean. It's so the what are you language actually... is just been bastardized yeah. to me. It means nothing. And it feels so. Like, I agree. It feels so. It's it's not actually doing any like specific stuff. It's no. so vague and yeah. like just oh, it just makes me roll my eyes into the back of my head, which is why I'm like with this stuff with what he's actually saying. It makes it. Him accusing his mum of mm. stuff, it, that holds less water because yeah, for sure because of oh, no, I completely agree. With anyway, you. it was also just so long. I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I fell asleep on the plane listening. Which to one? It. The Diary of a CEO. Yeah, I didn't listen to the whole episode. It was fucking unbearable. The, I look. I as much as we like. Let's yeah. stop talking about call her daddy. I do think she's a good interviewer. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, you don't think she's good? No, I. I yeah, not really. I find like I don't know. It's a bit like. Staccato is that a is that a music term where it goes like duh, 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 yeah. like that less Not, conversational yeah mm. or just doesn't feel like I don't know anyway yeah she definitely gets people to talk about stuff that like yeah which is like yeah anyway he's so annoying um, he's so annoying he is shall we yep all right so Gwyneth Paltrow also another podcast uh, made <laughs> waves online last week uh, when she spoke to Dr Will Cole on the Art of Being Well podcast about her wellness routine which consisted of lots of fasting and not very much food uh dietitians and online activists made stitch videos on tiktok labeling her routine as disordered while experts on twitter were calling well experts on twitter uh, were calling out her use of rectal ozone therapy <laughs> for which there is apparently not a great deal of research or evidence of health benefits um so yeah, we're going to be discussing her comments as well as the backlash online Sarah, would you like to try rectal ozone therapy? What is it? Well, so I've done a bit of research. Um, but <laughs> I just saw the name and I was like, I'm, I'm going no further. Yeah, like, so what I do want to just start by saying is like these pseudoscience like as they're called like almond mums, um, that's been thrown around a lot. Yeah. Um, but anyone who like follows any kind of pseudoscience. Yeah. I thought, sorry, quickly, I thought almond mums were like mums who don't eat. I didn't realise they also had to be pseudoscience-y. Oh, I don't know if that's... I thought they were more just like uh, oh, almond no, I'm not, mums I'm and mums saying... who were like, I'll just have an almond for lunch. I think that's what they are. Yeah. I'm not saying they're oh, the same, sorry, one and the sorry. same. I'm sort of just sorry, sorry. throwing go them ahead, all go ahead, into go the ahead. same yeah, basket, yeah, which yeah, is like ahead. anyone who's interested in goop, essentially. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Usually there's probably some pseudoscience thrown in there. Yeah. Dieting, totally. fa- you know, Arm all kinds of and that stuff. eating yeah, I'm with you, I'm with spirulina, you. Sorry, sorry. you know, mm-hmm. ashwagandha. Anyway, but they love to put things up their bum. Yeah. They really, like, um, yeah. colonic irrigation is another one. Yeah, right. Like, they really love to just put random They seem to things. just take a word related to the asshole and then a word related to just sort of, like, um, f- farming and put them together. <laughs> irrigation. Yeah. Um, no, they love to just put uh, things up their holes. Yeah, like they, they really, do. Like, yeah. the jade egg is yeah, another one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, from Healthline. Ozone therapy is the, quote, process of administering ozone gas into your body to treat a disease or wound. And according to Forbes, quote, ozone is basically an oxygen molecule with another O added, um, another oxygen atom. So basically it's gas and they're just like putting gas up your asshole. You can also get vaginal ozone therapy. Um, It's like... I saw someone on Twitter saying it's like a reverse fart. Yeah, (laughs) and it's it's meant to be good for you. She well, yeah, well, there's no evidence, or well, very little evidence. To say, like, it could even be dangerous. Like, I was reading into it, and it's just like there's just no. I think there are forms of ozone therapy that like uh, potentially. I think it's a really specific thing, but like rectal ozone therapy is like not a 
not a substantiated um, medical procedure. Uh, How have and we she's, got here? I know, but she also does not even touch on what she's using it for. Like, <laughs> Iconic. She, yeah. Like, she's like, it's been really helpful. Like, with what? Uh, yeah, literally. You're, you're fine. Like, you don't no, need to put Hannah, gas up your Hannah, asshole. Hannah, with inflammation. Yeah, facts. It's what, always- what is inflammation? Like, What's what that? is inflammation? Like, a love heart. Like, what is inflammation? <laughs> like, what is inflammation? Because they all have it. Yeah. World, what's inflamed? Yeah. I'd love to know. <laughs> like, I'd love to Because, like, they really, that's their thing. It's yeah. helping with inflammation. What? Where? Yeah. What's inflammation? <laughs> Just use some DP. But literally, and, like, because inflammation <laughs> you- to me is, like, a pimple is inflammation of the skin. Yeah, or They're like obvi- it's obviously if you have like a muscle that's you know if you have like a really sore back, it's inflamed, and you should use ibuprofen totally. or DP or yeah. something. You know, um, <clears throat> but yeah. So she also I don't know if if you like after the podcast she also followed up um, on her Instagram She's stories. Tissue. Keep going. Go for it. And was saying that it was a conversation. <laughs> I'm yawning. It was a conversation that she was having with her doctor. Yeah. By the way, he is not a doctor. Just for context, um, about her health and it was not meant to be like a any advice to actual people. But um, – and before that I kind of thought – He's not a doctor but why does he have a doctor at the start of his name? So um, I actually got this quote from Megan McCain's Daily Mail article. Did you read it? No, I didn't. I just I want to say like – I fuck- She's one of the top three Megans as we've yeah, established. Yeah, and it was The great- Stallion. That's another Megan. Sorry. Yes. She – I – I think Megan Thee Stallion has no H in her name, though, and I think that makes a difference. Does Megan Trainor have an H? Yep. Uh, that is, yeah, Megan with an H is Does a different she, kind of I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Let's double-check that. Um, but I just want to say, Megan McCain's Daily Mail opinion piece on this is great reading, and I mean that sincerely. No, I'm sure it is. So anyway, That's two of the best things coming together. Daily Mail and Megan and McCain. McCain. Facts. Yeah. Um, she said, quote, Dr. Cole received his doctorate from Southern California University of Health Sciences. Their programs include chiropractic, acupuncture, and traditional Chinese medicine. Oh, good. <laughs> End quote, by the way. The laughter was not included in the quote. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's a doctor of, like, something, um, some sort of natural medicine. Medicine. Uh, Fucking hell. But, yeah, she refers to him as her doctor, and so she's basically talking to him. She also, by the way, throughout this entire interview, is hooked up to an IV. And... She Fuck, talks. She's consistent. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. She talks about how in, um, like, they're talking about the different things she puts in her IV. Yeah. She's like, at the moment, I've just got you know your general vitamins. Like, she's hooked up to an IV drip. There's so many of them do this shit now. Who- IVs are things now in LA. A friend of a friend of mine was telling me about this that like people fully go get like IV drips, and it's a thing with celebrities, and they will get IV like they will uh, apparently feel like amazing after it because like. Obviously, you're being injected with like a bunch of shit rather than having to consume it through food and or normal things. Um, but it really is so Black Mirror. I was yep. thinking about this because it's like celebrities basically now can inject themselves with all necessary vitamins and minerals and whatever the fuck else and Ozempic so they can re- remain like bodily. Their body can be functioning at 100% without actually having to do anything. They can also outsource their pregnancies now. Um, so they don't even have to get pregnant. Like, it's really fucking weird. Yeah. It's a slow, like, the IV thing is weird to me. Yeah. Things are becoming weirder and weirder in front of us. It's very, like, it's funny because there are a lot of those, um, a lot of dystopian, um, even old school ones from, like, the 60s. There's a, I can't remember what it's called. I think it was a John Wyndham novel. But anyway, 
um, a lot and in Doctor Who they do it, but a lot of sci-fi there yeah. are like futures where people have – there's a Doctor Who episode where people have these like patches that they yeah, put on right. themselves and it like changes their mood so they can yeah, pick a mood yeah, and put yeah, it on yeah, themselves. Yeah. Or another one, it's this TV show, um, but they take pills for different – like everyone's constantly taking pills yeah. for um, – to regulate their mood, but not like antidepressants. It's more like anytime they feel anything like unpleasant, they take. They just take a pill and they yeah. feel happy again. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay. So, but it's all of those. It's akin to all of those things it where is. it's like you're hooked up to an IV to, and the same with Ozempic. But like any of these things that like really, um, and mind you, Ozempic obviously has it pl- has its place in terms of like diabetes mm. treatment of, or like, um, chronic obesity that mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But in terms of just like. Gwyneth Paltrow or Kim Kardashian who are just like have literally no reason to be hooked up to an IV or taking Ozempic. It's It's really – For some reason though in saying all this, I just can't be mad at Gwyneth Paltrow because I just find – I get it. I find her 100% legit. Not – like obviously I don't believe like the nonsense that whatever that she – but I think she She does. does. Uh, she 100% does and she's not she's not lying for a buck she's not she is all in that like she loves it and you know what she's not hurting anybody because nor I don't think she is because the the thing is everybody who's not already down the fucking rabbit hole that far thinks she's crazy you don't think that she she converts anyone no I really I, I think you already have to be pretty fucking predisposed to some crazy ass shit I don't, I don't agree think, with that. I don't I, think Gwyneth Paltrow is that powerful that she is turning people to rectal ozone therapy. I really, I don't nah, know. I do. Really? I, I, yeah. Well, well, I think that like maybe people who have a tendency <laughs> or, or could could potentially be interested in those kinds mm. of things, they're more likely to be considering swayed, it if swayed if Gwyneth Paltrow is talking about it. Maybe. Similar to like the Jay Egg thing, right? Which are like which on Goop they said that they're like this ancient Chinese medicine mm. thing which you put up your vagina to yeah. um, help with uh, like um, strengthening your pelvic floor and all yeah, of these things yeah. and you like leave it up your vagina. Um, same with like also you can get like crystal dildos. What? Well, I don't know if you can get from Goop. No, they're just dildos. Internally. They're like sex toys but they're like crystals. Right. Which is like surely objectively unsafe. Yeah. But anyway, jade eggs are like they ended up having to like pay – a goop had to pay like a massive fine because of the health claims they were making about the jade egg. Fuck, that's funny. Um, it, because it's like not safe to put a bit of crystal up your vagina, but like because they yeah. But lit- if you're putting crystal up your vagina, you're on your own. No. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? But like, like you, I think that there is there is some validity in the idea that if you're seeing a product that is being endorsed by someone and yeah. it's 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 on a web website that's saying like. By somebody like Gwyneth Paltrow, who has as much as like a lot of people yeah. think she's a wacko, there are people who go, well, she's talking about it and they, they're saying it's safe and that it's got these, all these health benefits. Like, I don't, yeah, it's a fine line. It's, yeah, I know what I you're do, saying. I just I know don't what you're think saying. it's necessarily true that she isn't causing any harm because I think anyone speaking in this way about like fasting for that long and like having <sighs> broth for lunch, like it's, there is a level of like, it, I think there would be people who would consume that kind of content and be yeah. especially young women or even older women who could yeah. be on the verge of like developing some kind of disordered yeah. habits if they haven't fucking already. Yeah. Because yeah. Unfortunately, most of us have. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. No, I do get what you're saying and I understand, but I'm like, like at what point, like people should just, 
I, I mean, I come from the belief that it's like you can't just randomly stop people saying things that they actually believe in whatever because oh, it yeah. may potentially harm someone. I'm yeah. like, you know, like she, she's just got just as much of a right to talk about this shit as the next. I don't know. Yeah, I'm no, just I, like, I, like I, you got to let people fall down their, their own I, rabbit I holes. I don't disagree, I don't yeah. but doesn't mean she's not necessarily causing harm. Yeah, I guess Do you know so. what I mean? I I, but so. I think but, that the, um, yeah. the benefit of um, – I agree that she has the right to say that yeah. stuff and that she has the right for to a platform. Yeah. All of that stuff I agree. Yeah. I think that – but what's good about this stuff is that um, she can't every, – everybody else has a right of reply. Right, totally. Which is why I think it's good that on TikTok, like – because I think obviously TikTok is like massive with young girls and there was – Fucked. It was huge in the like yeah. diet online dietitian community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People stitching it and going, "What the fuck? This isn't like." Because she was talking about like she needs to have support her detox, and this yeah. one dietitian that I follow was just like, "Detoxing what? Like, yeah, you're not eating anything? Yeah, and so what's what are you detoxing? You? Yeah. yeah. So fuck, like, I think it's good that there's yeah. dialogue and discourse about this stuff because um, no, definitely, it's it's good to see. It. Fuck, she's funny though. Yeah, so funny. Rectal ozone therapy. Anyway, yeah. all right. Should we move on? Yeah. Um, quick word from our sponsor. This episode of The Second Estate is brought to you by my new best friend, Maud Apatow. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm glad that you guys She said to now. me, she's like, oh my God, are you Sarah from The Second Estate? And I was like, yeah, you're actually the first person who's ever um, spoken to me in public. Hannah yeah. gets all the all of the <clears throat> and um, recognition. Yeah, and fucking Holly. Holly got recognized the other day and Sarah still hasn't been. Have you never I been recognized? I did get recognized at a party the other day, but I felt like they didn't count because like. No, it does. No, but like that, per- the, I, I can't, the, the girl who recognized me was like, sort of much have had mutual friends to be at the same party. <coughs> it's really so weird because random I've off the street, on you know what I mean? m- multiple occasions. I'm still sick. This is so annoying. Oh, just keep going. I'm sorry. I have on multiple <laughs> occasions had full blown randos. Yeah. Come Shout up to out me. to you guys. You're Shout out to you. Oh, you listen. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like me randos. Yeah. But like I recently was in the supermarket. Shout out to, I didn't get your name. Apologies, but I was in the supermarket. What the and fuck? That's what I mean. It's, it's like so unfair. Yeah, like I was in the supermarket and a girl. Maybe I'm just more approachable. Yeah, I think you probably are for sure. But I'm gonna go. How's this, everybody? I'm gonna go and stand. I'm gonna post a time on the Instagram and stand somewhere in a public place. And if anyone happens to walk past, no, and recognize I would, if I were you, I'd be pissed off because it seems to happen to me every like every other fucking week yeah. now, where I'm like, oh, somebody so came up to me, and <laughs> which fuck? makes no sense because I'm also like, we're not. We're not that popular, so I'm like, I'm amazed no. that like people. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm okay. just having a coughing fit. Um, I got sick yeah. while we were away. Wonder if it was COVID. We'll never know. Who cares? It <laughs> <laughs> will get flagged now because I said that word. Oh, uh, really? Haven't you noticed it gets like a little <sighs> thing down the bottom? COVID. Anyway. COVID. 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 This episode's gonna be long. <laughs> Rumors came out last week via. Page six that the entire Kardashian family has been snubbed from this year's Met Gala invite list in a dramatic turn away from the fa- from the family by Anna Winter. This sparked a lot of conversation online as to how the most influential celebrity family in the world could find themselves off the guest list to fashion's night of nights. And today we're going to discuss how and why this may have happened. Hannah, what were your initial thoughts about the Kardashians being left off? Or do you think this is true, actually? I don't think it's true. I don't either. But it's an interesting concept. But it's an interesting concept. Mm. I think that this was probably um, even a press release from them or the source or whatever. The Kardashians? Yes. Do you reckon they made a conscious effort not to go and they're pretending they weren't involved? No, I think that like that they – whatever was leaked to page six is coming from the Kardashian camp. Really? Yeah. Why? What's your theory? Because – 
And mind you, I actually couldn't get the page six article to load, which oh, is uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, I that's where it was originally. Yeah. Um, so just reported, just flagging that. I literally was at the airport trying to get it to load, yeah. and for some reason, page six was the only website that wouldn't fucking load. So yeah, yeah. that's a small caveat. But yeah. my theory is that it's coming from their camp because um, I think that this generates hype. And yeah, like it generates a conversation about the fact that the Kardashians might be losing yeah. relevance. And then if they then show up in whatever looks they've yeah. done, it's like more of a like when people are waiting at yeah, the Met Gala going, are they, are they going to be here? Are they going to be here? Are they going to be here? And then yeah. when they arrive, it's more yeah. of like a slam dunk. Because I just think that um, the one thing I will say mm. is maybe it's been cut down to just like Chris, Kim and Kendall. I would think – yeah. Because I do think last year. It was too much. I think having both Chloe and Courtney and Travis and mm. um, all of the influences and yeah. stuff, I genuinely think that it was leaning on to the side of like, well, now there's no sort of. It's lost the. It's, it's lost, lost the, the kind yeah. of. Because it used to be like, well, who's going to be involved? Yeah, yeah, who's yeah. Not? Um, I agree. So, yeah. I think I think the like whole the Courtney Chloe influencer thing was a swing and a miss yeah. in terms of like the Met Gala influence and like I did I I remember when we were talking about it at the time I appreciated the attempt but I feel like at the moment and like this is speaking wider in a wider context to like a lot of what people are enjoying consuming like in in TV shows and movies but also like in celebrity culture and stuff and I feel like there's now a sort of big chasm between. Uh, what audiences actually like watching and maybe like what uh, sort of media is trying to pivot to. I think they're a little bit confused because I I think a good example is old Gossip Girl versus new Gossip Girl. People want things like the old Gossip Girl where it feels like it it is such an escape and it's almost more of a commentary like like the White Lotus that you want to watch rich people they consider unattainably rich doing rich things because Mm -hmm. it's a world that we will never – access yeah and i think like the obviously the new fad around that is like framing it to laugh like at them you know with like the white lotus and things like that but there is always this sort of like coat of uh, this varnish that is added to everything with this understanding from like everybody in the audience knowing that like if we were given the opportunity like we'd be fucking living like that too we would be going we would do those things and like that's like it's succession it's all of that stuff like it, it, it's the fascination with those lives and the Met Gala plays into that it's the fascination with something we will never have access to but seeing like influencers or like the trashiest sort of members of the Kardashian family people who you don't respect for like they're like class necessarily um maybe they're wealthy but that doesn't necessarily equate to like that sort of rich intrigue that we have like about like you know old the old gossip girl kind of people so i just think like including them took away the very thing that made it relevant mm-hmm. um and that's why i i like if this was to be true that the kardashians weren't invited full stop i'm like i actually don't mind that i don't i'm like that's yeah bold. i don't either I like agree. i'm like that's that's a that's a making a statement saying like we that era is over but I think if they did that, I doubt it. But but if they yeah. did, I think they'd have to guarantee that, like Beyonce, yeah. Rihanna, Taylor yeah. Swift, everyone was there. George Clooney, mm-hmm. um, they'd have to. Yeah, the mild. heavy hitters yeah. would have to fucking be there. Be there. You know for what sure, I mean? For sure. Um, and it depends whether or not they can guarantee that. Because yeah. I think no, I agree with you. They'd have yeah. to like really ramp up. They'd have yeah. to be the big, the big oh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, you know, like, no, the would, massive yeah. Hollywood yeah. like proper. Zendaya would have to be there. Definitely. Yeah. Did she go last time? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I agree with you though. I think yeah. it's like I, I almost think like it would be a good turn to like go back to that to go back really. Or it's like just like, Kim. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's really interesting. Like their whole turn, they're like people really aren't anti-Kardashian at the moment. Like I've seen a lot of shit on TikTok in general about people being really over them and their like gaudy display of wealth yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, and, I, and there's so many reasons. Like I was thinking about like – I do think, and like regardless of what people think about him now, their entire fashion relevance really did lie with Kanye. Kim has tried so hard, yeah. but it's not worked. It's not worked in the same way that it worked mm-hmm. when she was with mm-hmm. him. Like, and I feel like obviously the longer they've gone without him, the less and less relevant they are to fashion, um, in a big way. And yeah, she's, I mean maybe less so Kendall, but just literally because she's a super. She's an actual yeah. model. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's it's really interesting. I think also I've seen a lot of suggestions that like. Part of their – because obviously this – the idea that they're not going to yeah. the Met Gala is um, marking a shift in their relevance, which even yeah. if they are invited to the Met Gala, like there is still – there still has been a shift. Big and shift. part of it I've also seen that like it's because of their like scandals that they've had recently, like Kim's work comments and Kylie's yeah. private jet scandal and Kim and Balenciaga. Like yeah. I've seen a lot of things suggesting yeah. that the uh, uh, interest is a sort of never-ending saga, like yeah. that those things are what are co- part of what's causing that, okay. which I'm sceptical. I don't as think to, that's I don't true think, either. I don't think that holds any water yeah. because scandal is at the heart of their Machine, public yeah. personas and I don't think that any of those things are any worse or better than mm. anything they've done in no the past. Way. Or a nail in the coffin, like Kim no. started with a sex tape, but – in reality, we are still talking about them all of the time. Yeah. Like I don't think – like I think how we think about them has shifted mm-hmm. and there's definitely like fatigue with them. Yeah. But I'm sceptical as to whether there's actually – it's an end of their reign mm-hmm. or whether there's some – it's just a shift in how it's we look at them. Ta- time. Yeah, yeah, because I think that like we still talk about people like they're not of relevant course. anymore. I'm like they are though because we talk about them yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I think – I do think though – that the end of the original show has mm. played a big role in the shift because I think it went from something um, that despite obviously being fake, yeah. like somewhat fake, it did maintain some level of authenticity and, and access to yeah. their real, real lives, real lives yeah. and doing quotations. Without a doubt, yeah. But the new show feels so polished and produced that we don't actually get any additional insight into their lives or experiences. Yeah. So now it feels like they are – the the whole thing is so um, contrived and yeah. constructed, so I think there's been a shift. It's not doesn't have the same, but I think that they started as trash and then they kind of got had respect and mm. then they're kind of going back to. It's interesting, yeah. It's almost yeah. like, yeah. I don't even know if it's either they're going back to trash or not, but they're sort of because it's become it's become a real machine. It's a machine yes. in a conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Whereas it wasn't, it didn't feel like that when yeah. the original show was on. And now yeah. it's very clear that that's actually their intention. They want to be seen as like this sort of giant business effectively. The royal and I family. Think, yeah, they're the, yeah, the, the, the um, American royal family. What, but, are they, what does the royal family call themselves? The, the, the Windsors. Yeah, no, what's it? They call themselves like the... The firm. The firm. Right, that's the firm. What, yeah, yeah. Like the Kardashians want to be the firm. The anyway, firm. So no, going. yeah, totally. But I, uh, yeah, it's... it's um. I agree that it's not a lack of relevancy. It's a lack of coolness, I think, yes. is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a lack of yeah. sort of influence in that in that fashion or look-based sphere, whether it's makeup or clothes or whatever. Um, I think that's what it is. And people are like misguided in saying that it's a lack of relevancy because I don't think it is. And I think yeah. you're right that all those scandals, they're not any nails in any no. coffin. Like it's completely nothing. It's All it is is the same thing that they've been doing forever. It's just that they're no longer – 
at the forefront of influencing culture. Mm-hmm. And that's why people are like, oh, they have no relevance. It's like, no, you just don't want to dress like them anymore. They're very relevant. You just aren't personally influenced by what they do. If that yeah, makes sense. I agree. But I, and, and to add to that, like, I think completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I also think that like, if, if, you know, people like, I'm using Taylor Swift as a rain, mm. an example, because I literally mm. always do. But if she's anything to go by, mm. there's no, I don't think that there's any reason that mm. this won't, that, that this is the end of that no. relevance. Oh, they can peak Kim, again. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kim might marry someone else that's got yeah. cultural relevance. 100%. You know, yeah. I think that that's. I think people like the idea that it's like mm, they're over their reins over. I'm like, yeah. mm, no, don't not. speak too soon because I think that like this stuff is malleable and it can change. And Fuck I think no. it's peaks yeah. and troughs. If you look at someone like Taylor Swift who like it really did seem after that whole mm. snake thing that it was, it was over, over for her. And yeah. she's literally probably the most successful she's ever been now. Yeah. So it's. I agree with you that they're in a – it's interesting to watch mm. but I'm curious to see – kind of how they navigate this and how that because yeah. I think they'll be able to do it it's, of course it's them you know also like I think as well the reason it seems so stark is because you that because it's become this machine you see the cog turning yes. you see the wheels turning in the way that they pivot with things and and they north having tiktok it's That's, yeah yeah it's, isn't it yeah North's tiktok is very interesting but anyway um very interesting what, in what? terms of just like a like, I, I think the ingratiating of, like, Ke- Kendall and Kylie to the public because people just don't like Kendall for, what you know, a, a myriad of reasons and yeah. Kylie disappeared at the peak of her sort of fame yes. and there's never been none to get back. And it's like they're literally waiting for North to be old enough. Yep. And they're blooding her now, if yep. that makes sense. Like, it's, it's probably why Kanye was so oh, upset. Yeah. He but, was right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason they, she's on. got like, TikTok is because it's yeah. like they're priming that mm-hmm. that generation for the next. Yeah, even if it's subconscious. Like, I think Kim's a great mum and I actually don't think yeah. she'd probably be sitting there going, oh, you're like, rubbing her mitts together. But, I've, I mean, maybe she is. But I am um, well, like, is. Chris is, for sure. Chris is Chris like is. probably like, you should let North get TikTok. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. She'll enjoy but anyway. it. Um, All right, should we? Yeah, let's move on. Cool. Um, so we're doing a closing segment, last thing before you die. You'll get the gist as we start. Do you want to start? Last Kardashian you'd stalk. Oh, on Instagram? Yeah. Um, Kim. Fair enough. Who's, who would yours be? They all kind of I hate their Instagram so yeah. much. Like, weirdly, I was going to say Chloe maybe. Yeah, weirdly it might be Kendall because I feel like she has a better Instagram. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I like stalking Chloe sometimes <laughs> just to see what her face looks like in different photos. Oh, my God. Zoom in on yeah. the weird sh- wall, yeah. bendy walls. Yeah. Um, last new skill that you learn before you die. Oh, my God. I don't know. Like, I have to learn a new skill? Yeah, like, um, is there any – but I feel like there must be some things – you know how you have, like, bucket list items, mm. the things you, at some point you want to learn how to do? I guess, like, speak another language. That would be okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. a good one. Yeah, like me speaking French on the train in yeah. in New York. That was yeah. really good. It's fun. Sometimes you do things. I'm like, I can't believe she's sober. Because <laughs> I'm like, she seems like something drunk Sarah yeah. would do, but she's doing it now. So <laughs> Eddie getting so angry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Funny. Uh. Okay. The last bagel you would get because it's inspired by New York. Oh yes. Um. Probably that chicken. Fuck. That was yeah. Yum. I'm really glad that I tried it oh. and then got you to try it. It was like a chicken salad. And I'd add Avo from Tompkins Square Bagels. Shout Best out. fucking bagels. I got another one that was nowhere near as good from a different place. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, Tompkins Square Bagels. I would get an everything bagel with chicken salad, lettuce, tomato, and avocado. Oh, um, if I wasn't in New York, I would go to Mile End Bagels in Melbourne and yeah. get um, 
There was some. I used to just get like a salad bagel with yeah. avo and like cream they cheese. They don't have a chicken one. Do I they? don't think they do, but <sighs> Myland are fucking. I'm gonna go there actually soon because they are There's so one good. The corner. Oh, they do have one in Richmond now. Yeah. Anyway, last holiday you go on, time like time, how long you're there for, destination, etc. Like give a little pen, a little picture. I'd probably go to Port Douglas if it's like the very okay. last one, yeah. just because I love it there. I go for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And yeah, I just would stay. you like stay somewhere really fucked? Yeah, I'd stay in the edge. Look it up. Oh, the edge. I've never stayed there. It's like a specific house in Port Douglas that I'm really obsessed with. It's on the cliff <laughs> and it has an infinity. Pool and it's called and the I edge. I always okay. say it's called the edge. Okay, it looks. You'll say <laughs> you'll definitely stay there at some point. <laughs> I hope so. You are. Um, okay, the last specific Gossip Girl episode you'd watch? Uh the one where um she, oh oh hard. Oh, I was gonna say the one where she said I kill someone. Yeah. No, because I, that, that's a difficult episode to watch. Yeah. Um, probably the first Thanksgiving one. Great. Where it's yeah. like last Thanksgiving, this yeah. Thanksgiving last year, yeah. they've been yep, this yep, year. Yep. That one. Great choice. I think that's like, that's, it's the first season one Thanksgiving episode. Mm. It's Blair's got some looks. It's really just gives you insight into the way the characters relate yeah. to each other. It's a really it's a great perfect episode. Gossip Girl episode. Agreed. So, Agreed. Yeah. Um, last makeup product you buy. Oh, fuck. I, mean, I guess it's whatever I've run out of. Do you know what I mean? No, but it's like... <laughs> It's, yeah. What's happening right yeah, now? It's okay. Um, I'm ignoring it. Um, I know you are. I'm. Everybody else, please ignore it as well. Um, I really like like the sh- the Charlotte Tilbury. Some of the Charlotte Tilbury stuff. Yeah. Maybe like um, br- the brow gel that you the brow gel really is good. good. Yeah. yeah, maybe the brow gel because I use that a lot. Or like the is um, there any like product that you or that I like want to try? That you want to try that flawless you filter is that tr- is that is that Charlotte Tilbury that because know. Ruby my housemate uses that and Foundation. it looks really good. Yeah, I think I so. Know. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what it's called. You know, there's all like there's also. Is that what it's called? I don't know. You know, there's often like products that you're like, I would try I that, but like it's yeah. just stupid of me to yeah, buy yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mine would be like, like a fluorescent um, eyeliner. You know, we would do like oh yeah, yeah, liquid yeah, yeah, eyeliners. Yeah, yeah. I really feel like I'd yeah. enjoy that. In fact, maybe I'll just do that. In yeah, general. I think you could just do that. It's yeah. something I would do. So it is something you would do. All right, all shall right. we? Before yep. I actually die. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm so jet lagged, by the way. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Um, if you listen this far into the episode, please comment on our new Instagram post. Um, Port Douglas. Yeah. I know. Comment what your favorite bagel f- flavor. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. What yeah. would you What would you order? Mm. Your favorite bagel. Yeah. Last bagel you can ever eat. Yeah. Um, please follow us on all of the platforms: Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, if you want to message us, message us. We love getting messages. And if you see me in public, please say hello. Please say hi to Sarah. She's not that scary. Yeah. And she only bites when attacked. Um, but uh, yes. And also, if you haven't reviewed us on your where you listen to podcasts, please do. It really helps us. Um, and thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you so much for getting us to New York. Yeah, thank I can't you. believe that's happened. I know. Um, we do have one last video to publish oh, yeah. of the challenges, which I will be posting this week. So, uh, awesome. yes. Stay tuned for that. All right. Bye. Bye.